In this episode, we will be discussing two ways to become a more confident speaker in any environment that you find yourself in. On the surface, these seem like easy tips to implement, but when push comes to shove, they can really end up becoming something difficult to focus on. So let's dig in and discuss what exactly these two tips are and how we can train ourselves to focus on them even when we're plagued with anxiety or nerves. I'm really just so excited for this. Let's get right into it. Hey friend. This is the How Confidence Speaks podcast. I'm Sarah Fernandez, follower of Christ, wife, boy mama, and public speaking enthusiast. (laughs) If you're done letting insecurities hold you back, if you want to become a confident speaker and presenter, but you just don't know how, and if you're ready to discover how an identity in Jesus can impact literally everything, well, have I got the podcast for you. Pop in the earbuds, drink up the coffee, because we're getting right into it. I remember plenty of times in my life where I was overly sure of myself, and I thought I could talk my way through any speaking engagement or conversation or debate with little preparation and, you know, quote unquote, skill. I'm not proud of those moments at all, but I admit to letting them kind of get to me and letting the pride kind of happen, you know? It's true what they say, pride comes before the fall. I found myself fumbling over my words, repeating things on the same points and circling. I was a poor listener and therefore I poorly contributed to the conversation or topic that needed to be spoken about or the debate that needed to be had. You know, I found myself slipping into insecurity and embarrassment and doubt and it was just not a pretty sight. It was not. <laughs> I was so focused on myself and not who I was communicating with and therefore I failed. It did not go well. And if you have if you have ever been in that place where you were just so focused on how the speech, how the presentation, how the debate or even the conversation was going, uh, how it was going to go and how you were going to go about it and, and you just so fixated on yourself and then you just became your worst enemy and failed, I completely relate to that. I have been there more, th- more times than I would like to admit. Uh, you know, it can be really overwhelming and you can find yourself wondering, how can I be more confident in what I'm going to say? And friend, I would love to help you out. So let's discuss today two ways that we can become confident speakers in any environment, whether welcoming or hostile, conversational or individual presentation or anything like that. These tips, I believe, will help reroute your mindset and keep you focused on what can actually move things from failure towards success. So without further ado, the first point that I would love to discuss is that you have to put your audience first and not yourself. So that means as you go into your presentation and as you look into your audience, you have to think about how is what I'm going to say going to benefit and help them? How is it going to grow them? How is it going to um, uplift them? You know, in, in whatever capacity, because what you need to remember is that you are up there for a reason. You are not there presenting just for fun. Uh, Typically, if you're going to give a presentation, it is because you have something to say that no one else can say or no one else can say as you can because you have been given specific um, skills or tools that are being utilized to bring this presentation to life. And that is not uh, to say, I'm not saying that so that you can kind of 
gloat or think, you know, in pride, oh, look at me. I have, I have this, uh, this speech to give that no one else can do. That's, that's not the case. <laughs> Instead, I would recommend that you look at it with humility. You have been given a job to service those in your audience. How are you going to do that? And how are you going to do it well? And the way, and a way that you can do that well is by focusing on them and not yourself. Because as you focus on them, then you're able to uh, just take your eyes off of any blunders or any minor imperfections within your presentation, and you don't allow it to derail you and how you are doing. And, and, and then if you are doing a school presentation, so, you know, you find that you really don't care about the topic or you're discussing something that your professor threw out there and it really doesn't carry any weight, make it carry weight. Everything you do, especially within school, is meant to grow and train you. So don't simply look at it as a grade or something to just pass, but look at it as an opportunity. Seek ways on how this information that you are going to be delivering within the speech, lecture, presentation, whatever it might be, how will it benefit your listener? How can I use this to help somebody? The second point uh, that I would love to discuss is that you have to think big picture and not momentary gain. So if you go into writing your presentation with your company's welfare in mind and the way that you can impact others, you will ensure that you are putting your best forward in in seeking that outcome. So if you have put your best forward into your work, uh, what am I saying? If you have put your best into your work, you will be able to go into your presentation with a peace of mind, remembering that you did not focus on how well can I do and work through that mindset. Instead, you had a mindset of, I put my best into this so that I can benefit others and therefore I'm going to present this well. That is how you develop confidence. It's not by focusing more on yourself. It's instead by focusing on those that you are uh, taking care of and loving and presenting and serving. That is how you go about it. I think these principles are things that we should be implementing not only in, in the sense of presentations and speeches, but also in our daily lives. I mean, you can see just how like God has created us to be people to serve, people that do well in in thinking of others. And so when we do that, we aren't stepping in our way. We aren't holding ourselves back. We aren't letting those things in. We are focusing on the task that needs to be done. So big picture, when you think of the big picture, you know, you're not just thinking about your audience and you're not just putting your audience first. Now you're putting uh, the whole company or you're putting um, the whole... Uh, whatever you are a part of, you're putting that before yourself. And so uh, these these two tips really mesh well together, but you have to do the first and then the latter. The reason being is because first you have to think of your audience because they are the people that you are you are seeing and you're presenting for. And then from there, okay, how can I benefit and how can I focus not only on the momentary gain of doing well in this presentation, but how is what I am presenting going to impact the entirety of this company, the entirety of, you know, whatever your professor has told you to speak on, um, you know, create weight to it. I remember that students. (laughs) So let's say that I remember one of my professors gave us a speech, uh, or a 
told us to present on uh, uh, marketing for Jeep. And so I really wish that I had had the, this mindset going into that presentation because instead my, my mindset was simply, I just want to pass. I just want to do well and pass. And, I, and I, I did well in the class, but not as well as I could have. Definitely not. And why? Because I was not focusing on the class as an opportunity. I was instead just trying to get through so I can get the diploma and I could move on. But it is so important to look at every moment of your life as an opportunity to grow, to learn, to train yourself in something new. And so let's say with Jeep and doing a marketing, uh, a marketing campaign for Jeep, my mindset could be, firstly, let's look at my professor as somebody who uh, she clearly chose this brand for a purpose and I want to present well to her because she actually has a Jeep. And so I want to make sure that I am presenting Jeep well to the consumer. I want to make sure that I am, I am ensuring that they are confident and comfortable with the brand and that they like it. So I'm focusing on her, the, the, the one in my audience and the consumer. Then my mindset should go to, all right, not just, not do I only want to do well in front of her, the consumer, for my presentation, I want to do well for, for the brand in general, for Jeep. So how can I focus on this as a way to make Jeep look the best that it can look and do well as a brand? How can I assist that? And so that is how you implement these tips. You really allow yourself to kind of dig deep. And, and I understand, you know, in this world where it's like, I just want to get things done fast. I just want to be quick and, and get it over with and that's it. No, <laughs> if we want to give quality work, we have to put in the time. We got to give in the quality time. You know, everything that we, um, we enjoy most, we give the most time to. And so when it comes to these, to these presentations, when it comes to uh, work calls, when it, com when it even comes to conversations with people, those things need to be uh, our, our focus in that moment. We cannot be going into them just wanting to pass by them and move on to the next thing. We have to actually fixate on them in that particular moment and let that be uh, what we give our energy and our, and our attention to. So let's take conversations, for instance. Let's say that you're out there and you're thinking to yourself, man, I just want to get over this social anxiety. I just want to be able to have a conversation without you know, worrying about X, Y, and Z and fidgeting and am I, am I okay to say this or can I say that or what am I doing here? I would recommend in those moments, take these principles and apply them. So the first one, put your audience first and not yourself focus on the one that you're speaking to. Make eye contact. I know it's, it can be so scary <laughs> when you tell an introvert, Hey, make eye contact, believe it or not. Um, I am kind of an introvert. Uh, I'm kind of a, uh, the double extrovert introvert person. I don't know what they're called. Is it ambivert? I don't, I'm not sure, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I have had a hard time in social interactions. Uh, I really do. Like it, it has taken me a long time to get comfortable with people and to want to make eye contact and to engage. But I've realized that, um, especially as a Christian, like I am not called to live for myself or by myself. I am called to be in community. I am called to uplift people and I'm called to share the good news. 
and and that that is only possible and i'm only able to be a, a good vessel for the lord if i am willing <laughs> to do the uncomfortable thing and interact with those around me um definitely definitely easier said than done but it has to be done and and you know sharing the gospel can be such a struggle at times uh, i i still struggle and there are moments where i will i will be in public and be like lord do do i do I talk to this person? Do I talk to this person? And, and sometimes it's like, no, I, 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 I guess I'm not like, I don't feel led to, but, but I think like we have to seek out those opportunities and we have to be willing. If the Lord says, yes, go speak to that person. We have to be the ones to be like, you know what? All righty. There was even a time recently where, uh, someone, uh, someone I knew not very well at all, but, um, I knew them through through a family member, and I felt led to go pray with them and to talk to them. And I was so uncomfortable. I was like, "Lord, I really don't know them. I don't know what they believe. Like, I don't know if I want to do that." But I felt led to, and I was obedient. And it was a really like blessed and good conversation. I I was so uplifted by it, and I'm thankful that I was obedient to it. Anyways, all that to say, I hope that encouraged you. Um, my rambling, <laughs> but all that to say, you have to put your audience first. So when you feel led to go talk to somebody, when you are in the middle of a conversation, instead of fidgeting and thinking, oh, but I'm so uncomfortable. Oh, I'm fumbling over my words. Oh, my word. I, I am like, does, do I look bad? Does my hair look bad? Do I have broccoli in my teeth? Like, what do I say? Oh my gosh, do I have coffee breath? Instead of all of that, just focus on them. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure, um, you know, seven out of 10 times, that's not a stat, but <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming seven out of 10 times or more, they are also freaking out. They are also thinking, oh my gosh, what does she think of me? Or what does he think of me? And so break that cycle, break it. Child of God, if you are a Christian, break the cycle by remembering I am a daughter. I am a son of the King of Kings and he has placed me in this person's life for a reason. I'm going to interact with them. <laughs> I'm going to remember that they are also someone that the Lord loves. So why not get to know them and how he created them? So yeah, focus on them. Then the next point is think big picture, not momentary gain. If you are a believer, this means you think of eternal, uh, um, you, you have an eternal focus, not not a momentary right here in this moment focus, you know? It can be easy to get swept up in life and the day-to-day, but when we remember that we have eternity to look forward to and people need to know Christ and, and you are able to, you have this opportunity to interact with this individual and they can see through your life the goodness of God friend, that is just amazing. And you're able to focus on, on the, uh, eternal, uh, things that allow you to move the conversation in a way that is, that is good. And that is not held back by fear or worry or yourself. So yeah, I, I really believe that these principles can be applied to every environment that you find yourself in and that you can become a confident speaker. You can become a confident individual if you're able to kind of like step out of your own way and love those who are in front of you. 
I really, really hope that this blessed you today. I really hope that you found uh, this encouraging. And I hope that you're able to um, kind of implement these tips in your day-to-day lives and in your speeches and presentations and lectures and whatever else you want to do, uh, whatever else the Lord leads you to. I, I am so thankful that you were here with me today, and I cannot wait to see you next time. All right, friend. Bye for now. Hi, friend. If this podcast episode blessed you or helped you in any way, please leave me a review and let me know. I would love to hear from you. You can also screenshot and share this to your Insta story. You can tag me at at sarahnicole.fernandez or share this episode with a friend if you think that it would bless them too. That's the best way you can help me out. I'm so thankful for you. Until next time, friend, God bless and remember to go after whatever he has for you today with confidence. Thank you.